0: I'm strong and goodie so with my dad <laughs> and Zogadi. Can I press that bad button? Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American.
1: Can you believe
2: in miracles? Yes, you can.
0: place to get real information is the Armstrong and Getty show. (laughs) They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Why are you here today?
2: I don't watch the news. The birthplace of talk radio. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Here we go. Here we go. Harry Potter and the half hour lecture.
1: I give you
3: America itself This is Ed McMahon And
1: now, here's Armstrong and Getty
2: (laughs) Antique Roadshow That was what was on my DVR this morning Where I usually watch Charlie Rose I do enjoy a little Antique Roadshow Yeah, I didn't learn a lot about the Middle East though Is the problem
1: well, this milk pitcher is an 1870
2: Berwick Brothers. <laughs> you oh, You can tell by really? the handle. It's made of actual elephant ivory, so it's worth $9 billion. Really? Thank you so much. I like when you got some old lady on there, and it turns out it's worth like $150, and she's just... So excited. can't believe it. Good for her. Yeah, yeah. She got it at a garage sale. She's happy.
1: She'd been looking at that pheasant, you know, casserole dish for 50 <laughs> years wondering
2: what it was worth. And now she knows. <laughs> but my point was Antique road show on in place of my Charlie Rose, which, you know, we'll have to discuss this angle of the whole thing later. But that's not good for America in journalism. That's not a step forward in terms of learning stuff might be helpful to women who are going to work with him who don't have to see his ancient wang Oh, <laughs> but, oh <boy. laughs> ancient wang the great chinese philosopher because <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> he apparently had showers installed around his property <laughs> so he could manage to take a shower yeah. within eye shot of right. anybody who was there
1: Listen, I have <laughs> what may seem to you a rather odd request architecturally. I would like every room in this house to have a view of every shower in this house.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? And no, my, you heard me. And one of my favorite things is he'd come over and he'd say, did you see me taking a shower? And they'd say, no, no, I, I didn't, even though they had. they, pretend they didn't. Right. He'd be angry that oh, they didn't catch a glimpse it. of his ancient wang Dang taking it. a shower. Charlie Rose, yes, that's what we're talking about. Uh, Anyway, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. I need every room to have a view of the showers. Why would anybody want that? We're going to have to design this house kind of like a ring, I guess,
1: (laughs) with a bunch of interior windows and perhaps a series of mirrors. That's fine, whatever it costs. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Ah, <laughs> uh,
2: there's Michelangelo. How are you this morning, Michael?
3: Uh, pretty good. I'm just thinking about all my other PBS hosts over the years, Jim Lehrer, Bob Vila. <laughs>
1: what
0: the hell
3: did they do?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I was—I happened to be in a, a thrift store slash antique store over the weekend, and they had a, a, the inevitable shelf of, of books, which included quite a few cookbooks from the Frugal Gourmet, who was quite oh, the yeah. national sensation for a while. He turned out to be a child perv.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Like I was telling Sean before uh, before the show started. I said, if it, if Charlie Rose is doing this, then you got to be prepared for anybody, right? You got to be prepared for anybody. Yeah, right? be yeah. For anybody. yeah. Uh, there is positive. Hey, PBS, Sean.
1: try to hire someone who's not a perv, huh?
2: Elmo,
3: yeah, no the Elmo, dude. Uh, there's positive. Sean, how are you this morning? Doing very well. Very excited for today because today is the day that President Trump, yes, the hotelier, pardons a turkey. Oh uh, yes. Now Could my be good. Trump, my Trump. I'm prepared for anything. This could be just a typical kind of going through the motions thing. He could go full Caesar, thumbs down, and just shoot the turkey in the face right on my TV. <laughs> yes! Like I'm prepared for anything. I can't wait for this.
2: Yeah, and and uh, Barack Obama has set a pretty high bar as he was generally hilarious with right. the uh, with the turkey. But uh, uh, I don't know Trump. Trump makes shows out of stuff. Who knows what he's gonna do? Yeah, could yeah. be very entertaining. Um, there is Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. Hi, Marshall.
0: Well, along the same lines that Positive Sean was talking about, I've got the seamy underbelly to the Turkey Pardon Days story, mm. my friends.
2: There's a seamy underbelly.
0: Oh God, yes. This is gonna be the seventieth year of the National Turkey Federation. <laughs> the turkey growers lobby is will present the uh, president with a turkey. You know,
1: Marshall, if you cook this seamy underbelly for an extra half hour, it really it's tender.
0: It's delicious. It turns out, my friends, the original intention wasn't to pardon turkeys. It was to do what most of the rest of us do with them on Thanksgiving, eat them. President George H.W. Bush didn't formalize the turkey pardon ceremony until 1989. And there were sporadic turkey pardons before that. Otherwise, the presidents would eat the turkeys they
2: were presented. It's one of the dumbest things, if not the (laughs) dumbest thing, we do as a country.
1: Turns well, out it's cute and silly, but yeah. when it becomes ritualized, well, yeah. I don't know, maybe maybe you're just an angry, bitter man. I don't understand how
2: how it makes any sense to anyone, even children, who are about to sit down to a turkey dinner. <laughs> I mean, what is going on? It's like that
1: old expression that's hard to wrap your head around, the exception that proves the rule. Yeah, yeah. It's the pardon that highlights the slaughter. <laughs> We're going to pardon these two and eat 8.9 million of them. So they're going to die, all of them.
2: Probably more like 250 million of (laughs) them. President uh, Kennedy, first uh, president to
0: pardon a Thanksgiving turkey, even though that one was sitting on a table with a sign around its neck reading, Good Eaten, Mr. President. Wow. There is a photo of this. We're going to have it posted uh, to the uh, Armstrong Getty <laughs> website later on yeah. this morning. I,
3: I'm with Sean. I can't wait to, till, till Trump does this thing. <laughs> turkey comes out dressed like Kim Jong Un. Like, what do you guys <laughs> think? <laughs> uh, uh, Starts uh, throwing uh, to the crowd. Pardon him? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll go, what do you think? (laughs) Yeah, lock him up. Eat
3: him up. Eat him up. (laughs) Fry him
2: up. Awesome. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Tuesday, November 21st, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, here we go. Officially now, according to FCC rules and
1: regulations, the show begins at Mark.
3: Uh, I got an hour and 42 minutes of sleep last night. Both my son and my daughter called me. Oprah called me and said, are you okay? I am not okay.
1: There you go. Uh, Gail King. How's Gail King? Somebody
3: check with the Gail King.
2: Oprah, I had the same problem last night. Oprah called me and asked if I was okay. <laughs> right. I said, I'm okay, Oprah.
3: Lady Gaga is crying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Katie Perry, <laughs> is, Katie crying. Perry <laughs> is crying. Katie Perry is crying. Hilarious.
2: Oh. An hour 45 <laughs> asleep for poor Gail King. That's got to be a little weird. If you're yeah. a coworker you've known for years and you never imagined it being like this, all of a sudden you're reading these stories in the newspapers. It'd be pretty weird. Especially as a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: women have that blind
2: spot. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, we'll talk all about that later and explain. What do you got coming up in your news, Marshall?
0: Well, legendary newsman Charlie Rose suspended, brought down by sexual harassment claims. We've been talking about that. Trump's sanctuary cities battle suffers a severe setback in the courts. And you're heading out for Thanksgiving. Best and worst times to travel this week. <laughs> Stories coming up, 635 Armstrong and Getty.
2: Charlie Rose out to dinner with these young ladies, claiming it was for work, would pull one of my favorite maneuvers, where he would drink his glass of wine and their glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: yeah.
2: What? And then show him his crusty wang. What? Um, more on that later. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding, although we come in for the most trenchant, the most
1: hard-hitting criticism we've had in, in many moons. The mailbag.
2: All right, I stand prepared. Well, perhaps you better sit prepared. Um, yeah. So we got to get into the news of the day, man. Th- th- this culture change that we're going through so incredibly swiftly. Uh, maybe we'll discuss that. People are a lot of people are starting to throw up the throw up the slow sign, saying we got to slow down a little. Things are getting out of hand. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. MSNBC has become one of the uh, leading faces of uh, the new modern feminism. One of the leading rebuilt faces of feminism, and uh, and um, so she's she's been getting a lot a lot of play for what she's been saying about this sexual harassment stuff, and specifically, I think she's going really hard after Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. Yeah, as a as a you know a big time Democrat. But this morning, she said, and we'll talk about this more later. She went on this rant about how the days. Of people who work together going out for drinks after work have to come to an end. I thought, what? Wow. What? That is an odd interpretation of the events of the day. This culture of co-workers going out after work and drinking together cannot continue, and corporations cannot allow it to happen.
3: Wow, is that where we're headed with this discussion where grown-ups have no role whatsoever in their own decisions? Thanks for the invite to that barbecue, Joe, but unfortunately, I cannot go there. I think that's where we might there be. There goes he-
2: my groping. I think that's where we're <laughs> headed with a certain segment is just, you know, grown-ups can't possibly make decisions that have been going on for all of eternity of who to be around and what circumstance and and you know, uh, whether to trust him or not. We're we're just we're just not capable of uh, performing that anymore what a beautiful
1: illustration of the progressive point of view you are not responsible for your own behavior you are not an individual who will make response will make decisions and be responsible for the good and the bad that flow from them we need to add more rules and prevent people from doing this thing which occasionally leads to you know something undesirable because some people can't handle right. that liberty,
2: and my f- that is amazing. And my least favorite aspect of all that is zero tolerance policy, and that, and that if one out of a hundred men might do something, then nobody gets to do it. Right, right.
1: And my, you know, my other objection to it is the is the the semi hysterical notion that if coworkers go out for the evening and they do get a little drunked up. And, and and one maybe hits on the other, and trust me, it's not always the male hitting on the female. Believe me on this one. Uh The fact that they can't get together the next day and somebody say, you know what, I got a little drunk last night and I was really out of line. I apologize, I'm embarrassed, I hope, you know, it won't come between us. And the other person says, okay, I understand, I'd appreciate that. And then you move on like adults. This hysterical idea that everybody's scarred for life by the, the, the slightest, in, you know. Negative
2: experience. I don't get that. She met her husband at work, right? Oh, yeah, Joe Scarborough. Uh, oh, that's a good one. How often were they out for drinks after their long days, and it turned into what it turned into, both of them leaving their spouses? And well, that's
1: why that's- she's calling for no going out for drinks. She knows where it leads.
2: <laughs> I need to hold on to him with both hands. He's a good catch. <laughs> Mailbag. Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Holly in Utah pointing out something that I just, uh, she's so right. Guys, every time you bring up the time machine, no one mentions going into the future. Yeah, that's true. Well, you don't know what's in the future. Wouldn't it be in- so interesting to go a thousand years forward and see where we end up? Did Hillary ever become president? Has the crony train been finished yet? Are we all living on boats because of global warming? So many unanswered questions. KWYTMT, keep wasting your time machine trips. Holly in Utah. <laughs> Please, I go uh, back Holly. to the
3: ancient Egyptian era with a Bic lighter. I'm a sorcerer. You go oh, yeah. into the future, you're a peasant. You're a caveman. You yeah. have no idea what's going on. That's true. And, and and you'd probably come off as a moron.
1: Just to step into the uh, quasi ray manipulator there, and well, the what, the what, a quasi ray manipulator, idiot. All right,
3: yeah, those are staircase.
2: Those cars, those cars are flying. Yeah, for like five hundred years, you moron.
3: <laughs> right. God, we can't. Who brought him? Oh. <laughs> God! What if
1: what if you go and it's just like little mammals are running around and Ooh. you see some human
2: bones here and there? Or perhaps it's a planet. Of the apes. With just the top of the Statue of Liberty sticking out of the sand.
1: Oh, so that you would know be where disturbing. it is
2: <laughs> Or so. if you go forward like a 100 years and it's just slightly different than it is now, <laughs> cars have a slightly different design.
1: Yeah, they have, <laughs> now
2: there are a lot of electric cars instead of a few. <laughs>
1: Smartphones are really thin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It's another eighth of a micron thinner. The Apple 303. Hipsters have beards down to their feet. <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Good morning. I've never been much of a reader, writes Kyle. I always dreaded book reports, so I was the uh, first one to look at spark notes. I don't know spark notes. Is that like Cliff's Notes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Instead of reading the chapters, we were assigned so on and on. When you guys talked about the amazing kindle books uh, and how books were your favorite toy and how there's thinking and learning in books, really one made me want to get into reading. Listening to your show for a while. Now, I've heard you guys recommend a couple of books multiple times, and now that I... Moby Dick! Now that I actually want to read one, I can't remember their names. You got to the punchline early. One in particular is about society and how we react to certain things, I believe.
2: Wow. Moby
1: (laughs) Dick. I was wondering if you could help me out with that title and author. Maybe give me a couple other books to check out. You know, we've talked about uh, this sort of thing, having a book list, an ongoing book list. Hey, uh, Anton, make a note of that. We should do that. I tell you what, though, it may be. I made a reference the other day to uh, the book Tribe by Sebastian Junger. Uh, It is short. It is an easy read. It is chock full of absolutely slap your forehead uh, wisdom and and thought. I think you'll really enjoy it. So there you go, uh, Kyle. Tribe. And I, if you
2: can't find that
1: on the Amazon or the whatever the hell, then uh, you're probably illiterate.
2: So I didn't like doing book reports, but the thing I really hated for some reason in school is when you had to do an outline of something. Oh, God, I hated outlines. Mm. There's something about the Roman numerals and the little letters. Oh. Just, oh. They assign one of those, I just think, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Maybe I'll get it by a bus before I have to finish this. <laughs> and I remember,
1: <laughs> God, I, I can't remember what it was. I remember in college doing reports. Gladys, what was it, my uh, my junior year? It, but I had a report that had, like, the big Roman numeral, and then the capital A, and then the Arabic numeral, and the little a, and then the lowercase. And it, it got to, like, an absurd Till I was... I had to look up. I had to go to the library and figure out, all right, what do I do now? Like, animals' faces, or... or, <laughs> or I don't even know, because it got so minute. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. Ugh.
2: God, there's a lot of homework. I'm, I'm discovering this with my kids, that... I'd sure hate to have to live through again. Oh, my God.
1: All right, so, uh, you know, I'm tempted to save this. What do we, what do we have going this hour?
2: Uh, Nothing. Usual. No, not a thing. All right, well, you know, I'll
1: get to it. Why not? We'll do this now. So uh, I'll just read this and see if it needs interpretation. Interpret- mm-hmm. Explaining. Really? You're going to hold to the, well, she shouldn't have dressed like that. She asked for it argument. Half step forward, 12 steps back. You're just sad. That was in response to me talking about how I have taught my daughters that if you send out sexual signals, if you wear clothes that are quote-unquote provocative, it is going to provoke a response. Sometimes a response by people who are bad people. And to be aware of that. Now, I knew some people would not be bright enough to understand the difference between that and she asked for it. You are evidently one of those people. I would be terrified to live a day in your brain where an argument that I feel like is is pretty self-evidently compelling is immediately rejected for saying a woman asked to be raped. It's funny. Serena wrote in response to this uh, that topic, Good morning. As you've mentioned before, Joe, that a woman has the right not to be groped no matter how she's dressed. Right. Of course. Self-evident. That being said, here's a little wisdom in the Bible. Proverbs 22.3, which says, the shrewd... The Bible! That's right, Mr. President. Yes, sir. The shrewd one sees the danger and conceals himself, but the inexperienced keep right on going and suffer the consequences. That's about a, a rich person. You decide to wear fancy clothes, expensive jewelry, money peeking out of your pockets. You walk in a dark alley in a dangerous neighborhood. Now, nobody would say that person deserves to have their head cracked open and their watch lifted. But a lot of people would say if there are predators around, you want to keep a lower profile. And and listen, you pe- you know, it's funny. You people try to pretend humans aren't animals and that we're entirely cerebral and then all impulses are just a matter of, of preference and 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 you know we can we can evolve humanities to some sort of perfection if we try hard enough i'm telling you you engage in provocative behavior you're going to provoke something and make sure it's something you can handle that's just smart You don't get that. You're dumb. You're stupid, stupid, and dumb.
2: Uh, We got this text. You guys going to mention John Conyers? Oh, yeah. we Got to get on that. That broke late last night. The uh, (laughs) the current longest-serving House member who, uh, man, has been super harassing women for a long, long time.
1: He's like three kinds of
2: crooks. Yeah. And one of the highest-up
1: politicians in Sacramento, capital of California, Full-on perv, full-on harasser, the great protector of progressive values, of the one-party system of Sacramento. Where no one would dream of voting for a Republican because I hear they're bad. This guy is a fergin' perv.
2: Pardon me. You know, I saw a couple of different uh, roundtable discussions yesterday Well, where everybody agreed that where we are right now is just the tip of the iceberg. And if that's true, with the number of people that have been brought down, whoa, what have we got headed our way? This John Conyers one, he's the first name off that list of a couple hundred people that has leaked out.
1: Oh, yeah, with the $15 million worth of secret settlements out of Congress.
2: Yeah, his was a $27,000 settlement over a woman he fired because she wouldn't have sex with him. Right, sure. Ah,
1: uh, Anonymous writes, Rumor a few months back when seemingly everyone was making fun of Mike Pence because he said he never met with yep. a woman if it was just going to be the two of them alone? The narrative was some variant of his ego led him to believe that women found him irresistible or he was keeping women from advancing professionally by excluding them, etc. Or he was
2: just a weirdo. His
1: policy seems like genius these days, given the daily dose of sexual harassment accusations served up by the media in recent weeks. Well, again, Mr. President, that was from the Bible. He was... Uh, he felt that he needed not only to be above reproach, but to appear to be above reproach at all times. You know, he went a little far from my taste, but who might have criticized. criticize? And then finally, Jeff sending us this delightful photograph of uh, Charlie Rose and Al Franken having a big laugh together <laughs> around the interview table. <laughs> oh, we got a bunch of notes about how much people enjoyed our conversation with Dr. Savage. Oh, cool. Uh, I had a nice chat with Michael Savage. If you missed that yesterday, uh, check out the podcast.
2: Uh, we'll read some excerpts from the big Washington Post piece on Charlie Rose, because some of his uh, some of his routine is pretty interesting slash amusing slash disgusting. Plus, we have a term that you're going to want to use the rest of the day, <laughs> right? I don't want to tell you much more than that. Uh, so, Marshall's got his news coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. leave out the big Republican in this whole uh, sex story, Roy Moore uh, back in the news because his uh, one of his accusers went on the Today Show yesterday and we'll uh, we'll play you a clip of that coming up a little bit later I had heard what she said, but for some reason listening to her actually say it if Roy Moore freaking ends up in the U.S. Senate, we got a serious problem I mean, it's just unbelievable that that guy's even still got a chance to win. Well, He's had a million dollars come into his campaign in the last 10 days for people who apparently are okay with someone who does what she describes.
1: Or are they? Or is that an unfair argument? I will defend the indefensible. Voting for Roy Moore. Stay with us. Hey, uh, Marshall, are you going to get to Raul Bocanegra?
0: I will later on this morning, yes, indeed.
1: The uh, assemblyman from L.A., and what is he, the majority whip or assistant leader or something like that? He's a higher up. Uh, Six women. Yep. At least six women. Yeah. Full-on perv, harasser, scumbag. Does does,
2: uh, this tidal wave of names, at some point, do you get away with it just because there are so many names out there? Uh, Perhaps, yeah. Yeah. Can't focus all your wrath on this many people. Right. Yeah, so we got that coming up. Right now, the news with Marsha Phillips.
0: Uh, Signature voice for millions of TV viewers is silent today. Welcome to CBS This Morning. We're going to begin with news affecting all of us at this broadcast and this network. CBS News has suspended our co-host, Charlie Rose, over allegations of sexual misconduct. That's how CBS This Morning made the announcement about Rose co-host Nora O'Donnell and Gail King condemning the reported allegations brought by several women against Charlie Rose. Let me be very clear, there is no excuse for this alleged behavior. Women cannot achieve equality in the workplace or in society until there is a reckoning and a taking of responsibility.
3: To be very honest with you, i'm still trying to process all of this i'm still trying to sort it out because this is not the man i know but i'm also clearly on the side of the women who have been very hurt and very damaged by this
2: and and, and that 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 article in the washington post was so detailed with yeah. so many different women and checked with their boyfriends and husbands and all so i mean there's just no doubt charlie rose is completely done by the way if you haven't read it he'll he's not coming back from this unless unless this
1: tidal wave of dudes doing all this stuff getting exposed Leads to some sort of discussion about. All right, when do we? Who do we let back into our public uh, graces? Uh, who gets to make a living anymore? How how bad a perv do you have to be before you can't work anymore?
2: I'm not sure he would make the list, even in that case, <laughs> of people who let back in. <laughs> Somebody who will be let back in should be let back in today. Glenn Thrush of the New York Times, who's currently suspended from one of the most powerful journalist positions in America—that's White House reporter for the New York Times. I want to talk about his alleged. Um, uh, Crimes that have gotten him suspended from that job. That's where we're getting into real real French Revolution territory.
3: Do you think? Oh, absolutely. All right, then. Uh, Gail, before we move on, are there any names you'd like to drop? Oprah called me and said, are you okay? I am not okay. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that was (laughs) a little... Really, really big names.
2: That was a little... I'm the sort of person who Oprah calls in the middle of the night-ish. A little? A little? (laughs) Congressman John
0: Conyers being accused of using taxpayer money to settle claims of sexual harassment. According to BuzzFeed, the Detroit Democrat paid a woman more than $27,000 to stay quiet after she was fired from his staff. She said she got let go after refusing his sexual advances. And BuzzFeed also got affidavits from former Conyers staffers who said they'd seen him touching female staffers inappropriately by rubbing their legs and backs are asking them directly for
2: sexual favors. <laughs> oh, that's harassment. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, well, uh, I don't uh, want
0: you
1: to blank my blank.
2: Another article. I don't follow you. In the National Re- Review, a conservative yeah. publication about how every time... We um, throw shoulder rubbing in with rape, how we're devaluing the power of the word rape. Yes. Which we've talked about a lot. And right there, you got, you know, walking up to a woman, co-worker, doesn't want it, rubbing her back. Not cool, probably. Yeah. Not the same as saying, you need to have sex with me or you're fired. Those are not within miles of each other. Right, right. And they get lumped together as if they're the same thing. And what a lot of
1: people don't understand is it's almost as if you average everything out. It's like those polls. Three quarters of American women have either been... Touched, uh, have been raped, touched, whistled at, or looked at longer than they're comfortable with. And it's like your outrage has to get averaged out over those four things eventually. And so you're devaluing, again, the horror of the actual just
2: wildly unacceptable stuff. So cut it out. But this guy has been around forever. Right. Um, we taxpayers have been settling some of his cases as he continued to do this over many, many years. Somebody tweeted last night. Which comes first, the, the personality, the behavior, or the power? Did they always have this and then got in a position of
3: power where they like this to start with? Did well, the power make them this way? I saw stories about how Harvey Weinstein had shades of this when he was just kind of a small-time concert promoter before really? he uh, yeah. ascended to yeah, the... Yeah, I, I
1: wonder. Uh, I think it's like a lot of crimes where, where motive and or desire meet opportunity. There's plenty of guys who'd like to be perving on the good-looking gals around the radio ranch, for instance, but they can't. So they don't. That's the only reason they don't.
0: I know. Marshall. Hey, Sean. hey. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips the Armstrong and Giddy Show, the voice of the world
2: Well, West. clearly there's only one way to do it. We've learned that from a number of people. We've learned it from uh Weinstein. We've yep. learned it from now Charlie <laughs> Rose. The maneuver the maneuver is open robe with your wang hanging out. Mm. Apparently that's what they all do. We knew there was a playbook. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Do they do they go to a certain website or do they right. email each other? Here's how you do it: you walk around with your robe open so you can kind of pretend that it was an accident. I guess if you need to, I've been such
1: an idiot all these years. I just dry myself off and get dressed immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Missed the whole robe thing. <laughs> oh,
2: Think of the
1: Wang showings <laughs> I could have gotten into. <laughs>
2: us, we find out our, our our fly is down or our robe's open, We're like, oh my god, that's yeah, embarrassing. Exactly. Not if you're Charlie Rose or a bunch of others. That's your whole deal. He's well, 75 years old. Those must have been walk-in showers. <laughs> yeah, Michael, Michael, <laughs> hey, a little respect for our seasoned citizens, please. <laughs> Who wants to see my ancient Wang? Oh, boy. 21-year-old girl out at his house. The Wang hey, dynasty. A, more on a whole bunch of stuff coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Franken said that he isn't resigning but will spend the next few days reflecting reflecting is a political term meaning hope someone else gets busted and this whole thing blows over yeah that's correct yeah no doubt about that i was looking at this thing in new york times an opinion piece written by a woman she said personally i'm torn by competing impulses i want to see sexual harassment finally taken seriously but fear participating in a sex panic that's a good term right there. Wow, well said. Who is that speaking? Uh, some woman in the New York Times. I'd oh. have to look up her name. Man, that'd so much, take time. Yeah, who's, it's it's the a go, dame. Go, it's, right. it's some dame. Right. How does that factor into today's oh, modern boy. sensibilities? What's she look like? <laughs> uh, she also said, adding to the confusion is the way so many different behaviors are being lumped together. Wow, well said. Which we've discussed a lot. A sex panic. We do have a bit of that going on, I think. Although a lot of obvious real pervos are being unearthed. Um but f- for instance last night we've got this uh like I don't know what she is early 20s I'm going to guess 22 year old college girl that's tutoring my second year old we just hired her. Oh okay. And um uh, I had a question with my wife after she left of what time is the girl going to come on uh woman going to come on Wednesday. And uh my wife said just text her that's uh, at 11. So I started to text her and I thought, you know, and, uh, how, I said, how about you text her? I just feel mm-hmm. weird texting her. Yeah. Now, why? Yeah. No reason yeah. whatsoever. Perfectly legitimate for me to text, because we just discussed it. How about 11 o'clock? A dad mm- texting a tutor. Right. It's perfectly but normal. Me texting young college girl just thought, you know, just not appropriate. Is is that where we're headed? That That's kind of weird. Yeah, well, that's uh, maybe slightly excessive caution, but only slightly. The fact that I felt something, though shows that there's, you know, maybe this is a good thing that that everybody's being realizing, you know, you got to be careful around this stuff, I guess.
3: Right. Why you do I need gonna, to be
2: careful around that?
1: You weren't going to tell her what to wear or anything, were you? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay.
2: Um so yeah, that that that's interesting, the the sex panic thing. Yeah, that that's
1: absolutely a, a good point. She made two really good points there. I've heard of a fair number of people b- pumping the brake. Yeah. I think there's awareness that, this, you know, this is moving very swiftly, very passionately. People's careers are ending. Are we as a nation getting better at recognizing? Uh, a, a, hmm. I don't want to use the wrong term because there's so much legitimate to this. But are we getting better at recognizing when uh, when we're at top speed? And, and probably ought to cover the break.
2: So Glenn Thrush who of the New York Times. Glenn Thrust. That's uh-huh. what I call him. <laughs> Glenn Thrush of the New York Times, who's been suspended by the New York Times. He's a White House correspondent for the New York Times. That's it's about as big as gig as you can get sure. in journalism. He's huge. And he's become a, a, a celebrity of sorts because they portray him on Saturday Night Live. And, I mean, he's a big deal. So his, I finally read his alleged crimes. So he went out uh, with a co-worker for, for drinks when he was at Politico. She was actually his boss. They went out for drinks. He um, They ended up kissing at the bar. And then the next day, she says he's she saw him talking to some co-workers and felt like those guys looked at her different after that. That's, no, that's that whole story. No, that's you, it. That's that whole story. And then a different occasion, uh, they were at a going away party for somebody. And he and one of the co-workers went for a walk outside the bar and he tried to kiss her and hold her hand. And she said no. That is it. Those are the two things. That is the entirety of the two things wow. that he has been suspended for the New York Times. Now that happens every freaking day in practically every workplace in America. Right. That very scenario. Right. That is just heterosexuals, or, or you know, I'm sure this happens in the gay community too. Sure. But that that's just that's just humans interacting. Right. People
1: asking a question. As long as he took no. As long as he wasn't you know th- 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 yeah that's normal.
2: Yeah. Okay that the, now we're in a sex panic. I'd say. That being lumped in with pin a woman down and rape her? Yeah. I mean, come on. Or the Roy Moore stuff, which we were going to play here, but I started babbling. Um, You know, coming in and, and undressing 14-year-olds. That's not the same thing. Well, right. Good as Lord. No. You and a co-worker kissed at the bar after work. Right,
1: yeah. Okay, all right. Well, it'll be interesting to see how the New York Times proceeds and how quickly. They can't appear to be too hasty, so they might wait. They'll let it blow over over, uh, Thanksgiving weekend.
2: So, Charlie Rose would uh, give women back rubs all the time. He hired almost exclusively women. Yes. He had his own company for his TV show at night, so it's got no HR department or anything, and he just hires the women he wants to hire, Mm -hmm. which I'm guessing we're all, you know, attractive. I'm guessing. Um,. Well, and, and he he had a gal who was his executive producer, kind of the head employee, but she uh,
1: she was not exactly an activist on this topic.
2: No, <laughs> she uh, she's either pretending or is legitimately uh, bothered by her behavior over the years. Of, she'd kind of warn women. Well, that's just the way Charlie is. So he'd go around and rub on women. <laughs> and they came up with a name for it: the crusty claw. <laughs> no, is that what it was? What,
1: I think um, that's what it was. Yeah. Was it the no? That sounds like the uh, the Krusty Crab. The Krusty Krab <laughs> and uh, SpongeBob. No, it's the. Uh, was it the uh, the decrepit claw? So, so you're texting about it was the Krusty Paw.
2: Yeah, the Krusty Paw. The Krusty
1: Paw, which is my new English pub. This is terrible publicity. <laughs> we make shepherd's pie. We sell Guinness. It's a nice place. Everybody gathers. So we're ruined. The
2: World Cup.
1: We're ruined. <laughs> To come on down to the crusty paw.
2: So some woman might say, Yeah, Charlie Rose just gave me a back rub. Oh, you got the crusty paw, did you? Well, that's just Charlie being Charlie. Yeah. So there was yeah. a little of that going on, and then he would invite you to his he would invite you to his house <laughs> when you when you had to work and say you can stay the night. Yeah. Okay. And if you're if you just grab graduated for Columbia School of Journalism and you're a twenty four year old college girl This is the coolest job on earth.
1: Yeah, you can't believe how lucky you are. You told your mom, your
2: grandma, and your auntie. You're working with Charlie Rose, helping him write at his house, and he's talking about he's going to take you to Syria for the interview with Bashar Assad. Right.
1: If I can just slip my hand inside your bra a little bit, we can get to know each other, oh yeah. Or if you just watch me take a shower. And again, his house specially designed so that there was apparently a view of showers from every room.
2: Series of mirrors and windows.
1: Right. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, can you put a big window in the shower? What? To the outside? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yeah turn but they'll the- be
2: able to see from the living room. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we got more on all this coming up. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC, The Armstrong and Getty Show.